0: Sports Daily is on KFH. All right, welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily on KFH. Fridays this time of year mean it is time for some high school football talk. And we begin the playoffs this week, really, for 11-man. Everything gets going tonight. We had a little bit of action yesterday. We welcome in our buddy Matt Henderson, executive producer of CatchAtKansas.com. You can see the Catch at Kansas show featuring all the best highlights, scores, uh, post-game reaction. That's coming up tonight at 1035 on the KSCW coverage begins at 10 o'clock on 12 News on KWCH. Matt, welcome in. It's the postseason. I know this is your favorite time of the year. The time that you put a lot of miles on the vehicles and
1: don't sleep a whole lot. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Just uh, looking forward to it's going to be surely be a long and crazy next month or month so.
0: Yeah, you can see all the brackets up at Ketchikansas.com right now. Those will be updated as we get through the games tonight. Um, I'll start you first here, Matt, with Mays. We felt like they've been perhaps the best team in the Metro this year. Looking at their bracket, and Salina South tonight, they shouldn't have uh, too much of an issue. But then it gets really interesting for them as the bracket continues. If Capen beats Goddard, Capen feels like a little bit of a dangerous team. Then you're getting into a situation where Hutcher Carroll comes in, feel a little bit dangerous. And we know they have some experience uh, to some degree against those teams. But Mays, they may be the favorite, but 5A is pretty tough.
1: Yeah, it's almost like the uh, bottom half for Hayes, the two seed kind of a lined up a little more easier for them to make it state than it did for Mays. Yeah. Because you're, you're talking against like like Cape and I think they were basically universally top three, top 14 preseason. They end up losing four games, but we all know that Cape can just go off at any moment with that offense. They have uh, Carroll versus Hutch. If they seem to be like playing in the playoffs every single year that could happen next week. But yeah, Mays. I mean, tonight you imagine they'll, they'll get through Solana South who's not having a great year. Next week, Kaepernick Goddard, you just mentioned it. That's one of the better matchups that we have for the first round tonight. So we'll see what happens there. But, I mean, you still have to project Mays to at least advance, though. It's just that they are – nothing will come easy for the Eagles this year. I'll just go with
2: that. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, path for the number 2 seed derby in 6A West. They have Topeka this weekend. Uh, but then after that, you've got a three-seed in Garden City that could potentially await you. And then, of course, further down into the bracket, number one seed Manhattan, number four seed Northwest. How do you feel about Derby's path to a state title?
1: Um, getting through Manhattan, I think I think it's really, going to be the, the toughest thing for anybody right now because this Class 6A has been so, like, oh, here's a random loss sprinkled in here and there for every single team in, this, in the class except for Manhattan. They have taken every test, and they have passed it with flying colors, the closest, of course, being week one when Derby took them to overtime. So we'll see. I mean, Derby, I mean, we're looking at you get through Topeka tonight. Next week, I mean, we'll see what happens with Lawrence and Heights. You could potentially get John Randall versus Dylan Edwards in the playoffs. it be a great running back matchup. Uh, the bottom half, of Garden City, Washington Rural, one of the two of those. Uh, I would I would project Derby to win there, and then, yeah, you said you said like I said just waiting for Manhattan. It's a matter of how they handle that this second matchup. Can they beat them beat them twice? And we know how, just how hard that is to do to beat a team twice in one year.
0: Uh, talking to Matt Henderson, executive producer of CatchKansas.com. It's not just football postseason. You can find at CatchKansas.com right now. Uh, volleyball playoff action, a story on Hillsboro and their remarkable run. And Dale, the same thing. Uh, playoff soccer action from last night. May South with big winners. You can find all that at catchatkansas.com, as well as the football, which we're talking about here. Um, we go down to 4A. 4A, to me, Matt, is always the most unpredictable um, year in and year out. Do we have a team from our area you think that's a legitimate contender? Is it McPherson who's the two-seed? Are they a good enough team from what we've seen to go try to win a state title?
1: Yeah, I think think it's a lot of question around my firstness. Can they finally get over that hump? Because, you know, we always talk about the the success that school has in so many sports. They have never played for a state championship in football. They've never even made it that far. And you're wondering, is this the year? I mean, it's set up for them very nicely. You're looking at a 4 way thing where seven schools have two wins or fewer entering the playoffs. So they should be able to get through the first rounds. you would imagine. I mean, second round, you're looking at potentially Bueller, who they just beat the doors off of last week. Um, well, Migo is the tricky one. They, they uh, uh, you know, just uh, close to Manhattan out there, they uh, have a, a quarterback, Hayden Oviatt, who's going to Army. We'll, we'll play quarterback there at the Service Academy. And they have looked unbeatable even, even through his injury this year. So it could set up to where you're looking at McPherson's if they get through circle who they already had the one big win against this two, as well this year Three three seats. Like, can they get by Wemigo? That seems like the uh, biggest roadblock for them before they inevitably, I'm sure, face one of those Casey private schools in the final.
2: Sticking in 4A, let's talk a little bit about some of the other area schools that could potentially be dark horses to make a run in the playoffs we've got number three circle we've talked about them before uh, and their uh, turnaround season this year you've got wellington as the four seed and or central as the five seed Uh, are there other teams in the area that you think of that come to mind in 4a that could potentially make a run
1: we'll see i mean you never know what's going to happen with the playoffs like you look at like two years ago with art city nobody i don't think anybody would have guessed that they would have made that state championship run and that's just kind of how 4a works on the west side um like well wellington is a team that is look- looking like they're coming together at the right time they nearly upset mcpherson a few weeks ago not had to win that on a game-winning field goal as time expired so that's the one i'm really looking at but they the way the fact that they would have to get through amigo they'll be the first uh, real tough test for 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 amigo there um but they also have to get through under central of course and ac year in year out they always have a great program We uh, love coach Tuttle out there so it's one of those schools. It would not surprise me in the least to see to see any of those like top seven, top eight teams come out of four A on the west side.
0: we uh, well, we can probably uh, skip ahead to two A because Andale is obviously the favorite to go ahead and win state again. They just they never let up. So down in two A, and these get a little trickier. I think for uh, the casual observers, and even for me who doesn't you know lock it, nobody knows more than Matt about this stuff. When you get down to two way, it's not quite as clear in these brackets how they're set up. So when we look at two way West, um, what do we like? What do we think? Because it doesn't feel like there's just like an overwhelming favorite this year
1: to me. We have had Southeast Sicilian up out of Gypsum as our top team in the poll since the preseason. Um, This is that they dropped from, they gave Andale a test, a pretty good test in the playoffs last year. I think they played Andale the. Closest game they saw a lot all last season in the postseason. They dropped from 3 a to 2 a this year. And they come in as, I would almost say, a heavy favorite. Definitely on the west side okay. there, the, like the, the odds on favorite right there. King, Kingman's a very good team this year. I've watched them play this year. They have a very talented group out there. So you're, you're looking at likely a Southeast Sicilian versus Kingman sub state matchup. Beloit is a team. They were a uh, state runner up last year. They lost the first two and they were dealing with some injuries. They've been playing really well. So those are the ones we're kind of really looking at out of 2A.
2: So Matt, I'm actually going to disagree a little bit with uh, Jacob and say that we don't need to talk about 3A because I think we do uh, (laughs) in a little bit of a different way. Uh, My question is, are we just destined to see an Andale collegiate state championship game again? Or is there another team in the lower half of the bracket that could come in there and take down collegiate to ultimately face Andale in the championship game?
1: I mean, sub-state, you mean? Yeah, so like for sub-state, that, that's like, I mean, I will be, I think uh, projecting Ando to get that far is the easy one. Yeah, you're looking at collegiate. I mean, um, I would say that they should make it to sectionals. Um, right. Scott City versus Teeny should be a very good matchup. Scott City yeah. is a team that had a down year last year. Their only team this year is coming to Millwood, Oklahoma, which is a team out of Oklahoma City, and they only lost to that team by 10. And they have, they've gotten through their, they have one of the more tough districts that they have and around the state with Holcomb and Hugoton. Um, so we'll see what happens in Scott City and Cheney next week and it would not shock me in the least to at least see one of those teams be collegiate um, come sectional around. That'll be one of the uh, one of my favorite 3A matchups across the state though.
0: Yeah, we didn't get Collegiate and Cheney this year in the regular season. Uh, they switched districts or something, right? So we didn't course, get that was so that would did. be a really that would be a really fun. Playoff matchup and Scott City's always pretty good. Yeah, I'd I'd be on board with with that being one. It'd be probably one of the premier games of that week if it happens. Uh, all right, Matt. Uh, you'll have brackets up tonight after the games go final. We'll have all the highlights. We'll have a couple post game uh, stories for you guys as well. It all comes. This is a strange week in the playoffs because there are so many David versus Goliath matchups, but there's still some good ones in there. Uh, that, we'll, that we'll get our eyes on and, and get a good feel for, I think, tonight. Um, looking forward to it. Uh, it, it hang in there. It, it, gets, it only gets easier from here, right? This is the craziest week. Maybe next week. Exactly. And then
1: it'll start to loosen up for you a little bit. Oh, yeah. Just looking forward to it. One of the most fun times that we have around when covering high school football in the stage. these first few rounds of the playoffs, kind of see which, which teams are able to pull off those uh, upsets and just kind of follow them along.
0: We'll get it tonight. There goes Matt Henderson. Matt, we appreciate it. CatchatKansas.com, the free Catch at Kansas app. And of course, tonight, the Catch at Kansas show on TV will have you all covered. All right, we'll come back. We'll wrap up this Friday, 869-1240. Uh, maybe a time for maybe some time for a call if you want, here in our last full segment of the show as we wrap up another week here. 97.5-1240-KFH.